but we have some bad hombres here and we're gonna get them out. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Don't worry, darling. No, rings of power, bros, woman king, she-hulk, turning red from Disney, the little mermaid, Baymax. It's like they are nearly incapable of making a film without putting this in into it. And when people recognize it and they call it out, they bully the consumers into submission on this. We heard Viola Davis say in reference to woman king. If you don't come see it, then you're sending a message that black women cannot leave the box office globally. <laughs> That you are supporting you ain't black. What do you think you ain't about black. this new form of marketing, which is essentially just this bulldogging and bullying of the American market into watching movies? Well, I think it's a good way to end your industry. One of the monikers you hear, well, we want to make a product that reflects the world we actually live in. But what the truth of that is, it's the Los Angeles we actually live in, not mm. the rest of the world. I mean, it kind of looks like you're in high school, like... It looks like I'm in high school? Yeah. Cool, I'm not so tight. So, if I'm not so tight, why you in my car? I like a dude who has, like, money, you know? Like, I like someone who can treat me, spoil me. What are you willing to do for me? What are you going to provide? Provide me. Bring me. You. You know what I'm saying? I'm a nice guy. Okay, I'm yeah. caring, you know what I mean? But what about stuff that I need? You got a job. You can get what you need from your job. What do you mean? You have to provide something. All right, cool. What you need? I want a lot of stuff. You, you like give it? me some money, you know, and I can like <laughs> do it myself. Some money. Um, well, I need to pay my credit card. Like, you're okay. not gonna want me to stress. Just I feel like fair is fair. You know, like fair you're gonna have fair. a pretty girl by your side. For sure. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep myself pretty, you know. I think I should have left you outside the car because you're fucking gold digger. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> you're gonna call what? You're a gold digger. You're gonna call you're me a gold home. digger. Go home and think about what you did today. If you look straight, it's a camera right here. You on YouTube? Yikes! How about that? Yikes! Bye-bye. Do you feel that your extreme positions are just forcing women toward these more dangerous options? I think that, Sally, we should dare to have a better view for America and our women by saying we shouldn't believe and have to think that women need abortion and that we have to kill our children to achieve the dreams and the careers and the families that we want. I think we can do better than that as a society. I think women deserve better. I think we should fight at the community level for programs that are positive, <laughs> that help women if they're single mothers. We should improve the foster care system. We should improve the adoption system so that we can welcome children to this country instead of seeing them as a threat and killing them by the thousands each day. Can you answer that question specifically, which is for the women who still do choose abortion, restricting their option just leads them to more dangerous choices. And why, why are they, why are they in that position, Sally? Why are they in the position to feel like abortion is their only option? Could it be because a boss didn't want to promote them? Because a, a boyfriend was going to leave them? A university professor said, we're not going to be flexible with our class schedule. Let's look at the reasons, but let's not turn to killing our littlest Americans as a solution to these Ooh, amen to this. Top female athletes are men. USA Today gave the Woman of the Year award to a man. Can't make this up. The president said the bravest women he knows are men. People who want to celebrate Women's History Month, but don't even know how to define one. Cutting off your penis does not make you a woman. Cutting off your breast does not make you a man. You were designed by an intelligent creator. The enemy is a liar, and it's time to tell the truth. In the beginning, God... Ooh, 
aiming to this? Top female athletes. One more are time, guys. USA Today gave the Woman of the Year award to a man. Can't make this up. The president said the bravest women he knows are men. People who want to celebrate Women's History Month, but don't even know how to define one. Cutting off your penis does not make you a woman. Cutting off your breast does not make you a man. You are designed by an intelligent creator. The enemy is a liar. And it's time to tell the truth. In the beginning, God made them male and female. They can go ahead and cancel us from every platform they got, but you're not going to stop the people of God. God bless him. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. Thank <laughs> you. 
Jersey, Judah. <coughs> oh my God. <coughs> Holy shit. <coughs> we put this joint out. Jersey, Judah. Back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. My plans for today goes as follows. Um, we're going to talk about red pill related topics this morning. Going to have this episode uploaded before I go to work. Tonight, we're going to have a political discussion. Uh, we're going to go through uh, Thomas Sowell, a couple of uh, videos from him, the Trump situation and everything about that, and black conservatism. Because remember, I've already talked about, um, you know, not like not like stopping what I'm talking about, but just incorporating more things, um, incorporating things that uh, a lot of blacks just don't really talk about. Uh, maybe they're afraid to maybe they're afraid of criticism. Me personally, I don't give a shit. So I'm willing to have those type of conversations. But this morning, we are going to be talking about a couple videos. Please act right. Undead Chronic. If you guys realize, S-tier, A-tier content creators here. Okay. Please act right. Video from Please Act Right is called, This is Why Men Are Checking Out dot, 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 buy me something now. Then we have a video from Undead Chronic. He goes over an article. NYC Feminist says men should go to therapy and date older women. Yes. Drinking some coffee. I got an hour and 30 minutes. I may go over it. I may go under. But, um, yeah, I think... There's enough, there's enough content creators who are talking about these situations. Me, personally, I would consider myself a social commentator. Every now and then, I'll come up with my own topics. I have episodes, tons of episodes that I've done in the past where I went off my own topics. But every now and then, I like to have fun, uh, bring up content creators that I think people should check out. And, you know, react, bullshit, clown, roast. Whatever, whatever suits the mood. But I think tonight we're going to go and, well, I've been already going in this direction slowly but surely. Um, by the way, shout out to the people listening. I appreciate y'all. Uh, we're over, we're like, what, 2050 plays in. So for you people that are listening, I appreciate it. But um, I feel that since I started podcasting, it's kind of been a learning experience, um, learning, you know, how to incorporate or how to react properly to certain content creators and certain content and just going over shallow money hungry bitches is it's fun to an extent. I feel that there's a lot more important discussions that I can have. But it's really up to the people listening um, to pay attention 
If you like it, share it with your people. I don't ask none of you motherfuckers for money. I work for my money. I'm not asking for handouts. Just for your support. So, like I said, tonight is going to be... Tonight's episode is going to be very interesting. Although... I imagine today is going to be busy for me at work, but I'm always going to find at least an hour and 10 minutes free time on the clock to do my episodes, which I always do. So we're about to just jump right in. I don't know if Please Act Right is first or Undead Chronic, but we're going to find out and we're going to get to some reactions. All right. Um, AM show. All right. Let's get it. So the New York Times, oh, the New York Times, the same publication that hires racists that hate white people and pushed and said there should be a lottery for white men to be publicly castrated once a week. Wow. Holy shit. See, I have I have great sympathy for the whites. But not all, not all, not all, not all, not all. I have great sympathy for the whites. The reason I say this is we're in a society that will paint one person as a racist and the side that is supposed to be pointing out the racism is in fact those who are separatists, those who don't believe in, you know, people together the way that society wants to believe. So it doesn't really surprise me because whites, the the whites today, the liberals, they hate themselves. They hate their heritage. They hate their people. They are brainwashed to believe that their ancestors are slave masters. They are pressured to believe that, you know, blacks are struggling that bad today, which we really aren't. We really ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like there is like the oppression that we have today is amongst and from one another. And that's something that as I get older and get just a tad bit wiser, I can say to myself that white certain white people don't deserve the criticism that they get. Just like certain black people don't deserve the criticism that they get. But whites Jeez, conservative whites? I mean, they get it the worst. I don't care. This is from a black man's perspective. Proud of it, too. I'm black. Proud of it. I just notice, you know, these newspapers, like you said, New York Times. I mean, what do you expect from those people? I mean, come on. What do you expect? Um, Self-hating whites are taking over media. But it, are they really self-hating or is it just a part of the program? Is it it's a it's like reparations. You know, there's this talk about reparations. And I personally believe that these reparations are a political scheme by the left to keep those on that plantation. They they should give us reparations for mental slavery. They've been lying to us. They've been lying about our upbringing, our education. The only time we're mentioned in a history book is as slaves. So, yeah, I mean, if that's reparations, I'll take that. Stop lying. Stop lying. 
That's all. These people come up on here, all these platforms, they pander to blacks, but they pander to the weak-minded blacks. They're not, they're not, they're not spreading their information to the free-thinking blacks. Black conservative to a white liberal is a villain. Because when you're dealing with, when you get involved into more political discussions, and I've had these conversations in real life with people, white people, black people, anybody who's willing to have a conversation about politics, we have been brainwashed to only believe in the left. That's why the country's so fucked up now, and a lot of these democratic cities have been shitty for decades. Because we as a people, we only look at the left. We don't see an alternative. We don't even notice the right. Right? Because we've been lied to. Our history teachers, all these people have lied to us. You know, the Republicans are the racists. The Democratic Party are the party for the blacks. But it's not, that's not true. It's the party for the victimized blacks, the weak-minded blacks. They'll talk about racism and they need their own shit, but they still get their news and information by white liberals that want them. They, they want them in mental bondage, psychological bondage. How can you let a white man tell you that the white man's a devil and he and you're not even looking at him funny? See, that's the problem. White people. And I've said it because of this, you know, cancel culture we have the whites have became very weak the whites have became very weak because of cancel culture so you don't you can't say what you really want to say because you're afraid you're going to offend somebody well you got to understand that as a human being nobody's going to like you in general so why the fuck would they like what you say and that's where that's where for me my care for what people think or what people feel means nothing to me. Feelings mean nothing to me. I learned that from many relationships. Doesn't matter how strong of feelings that you have for another person, if they don't want you anymore, or if they're not willing to deal with you, your feelings are worth nothing. It's a harsh reality. Now, I, I've only I've only taken that from relationships and just added it on to anything else. You know, my humble opinions about pretty much everything. I talked about, um, you know, the trans community and how in reality, I, I don't understand it. But I also express that I don't have hatred for those people. I don't have hatred for the gays. Right? I just don't understand it and I don't support the agenda of spreading it to minors, to young elementary school students. Now that puts me in a hateful category, then fuck it. I don't give a shit. There's not enough people speaking about this. There's not enough people speaking about this, but anyway, getting back into the video, cause we're about to get back into the video. Um, yeah, this doesn't surprise me that these whites and these people, they'll hire blacks too. And like they, they're racist, you know, black folks are in fact racist. You know what I'm saying? So they'll hire, they'll hire them 
and they just let them say whatever the fuck they want. We should just castrate whites and all this other shit. It really is blacks. A lot of blacks today, including myself at one time, we're still stuck mentally on that plantation where it's not really our fault because it's the history that teaches that we're all slaves and we're all oppressed and people, people fall into that victim state very easily when they feel they have nothing to offer, right? This goes into the welfare mindset, right? If you're giving people, and this is black, white, no matter who it is, if you're giving people money just to stay mobile, or no, you give people money just just to stay where they're at financially, just to stay where they're at economically, you are not helping those people. You, you've essentially created a handicap in our economy. That's what these people have done. And it's not like it's not like the government doesn't know what they're doing. You know, the government could easily solve the problem by creating more job opportunities, more career opportunities and telling these people. And this is how you do it. This is how you do it in a fair manner. We're getting rid of the fucking welfare system. We're offering career level jobs. We're offering employment where you're going to make money above and beyond what you were getting uh, with food stamps and all this. You have to make the initiative now. And by doing that, you're going to see the people who are really trying to thrive. And you're just seeing people who are really just getting handouts. This isn't particularly about race because there's a lot of whites that get away with having this lazy, shiftless mindset as well. Okay, this isn't black and white per se. But if you're looking at a class system where you can connect anything and everything to um, the blacks being fed lies, right? Um, Being fed lies by their pastors. Being fed lies by their teachers because the school system's a joke. They're all Democrats, 95% liberal. Um, you're going to get the same treatment. You're going to be looked at as a victim. Let me ask y'all something. When you teach, and this is shit that I'm supposed to be talking about later on, but I feel it's more important to talk about now. When you are a child, right? When you are a black child and the first black person that you see in your history books are those in slavery, those in chains. And the only thing you're being taught by sort of this new age education is that you're the victim, Trump's bad, Biden's good, the Democrats are good, the Republicans are bad, conservatives are racist, liberals are open-minded. You're gonna you're gonna really create and they know what they're doing. Like it's it's a factory. It's like they're pushing out this black victimhood mentality to the blacks. The young blacks, especially in, in, in rough com- communities where they already have the odds against them and their odds doesn't come from the white man. Their odds come from another brother or another sister trying to cause harm to them. These faggot ass police, they don't do shit. There's so many barriers against a black man who's outside of what people's expectations are of you, your stereotypes, whatever you go against that. You're going to have more of your people against you than the white man. The white man admires blacks who do that, right? 
the white man admires blacks who think outside of the box, who have different dialogue, different conversations. You know what I'm saying? They actually appreciate you more. When you start having these conversations about politics and race and shit, niggas don't want to hear that. Because they realize that I'm not one of these, you know, brainwashed lefties. And there are some intellectuals who are essentially left. Like I, Jordan Peterson's one of those people. But <clears throat> on the on the black side of things, I haven't seen a um, intellectual black from the left who didn't who didn't steer his conversation away from racism, white supremacy, victimhood, mentality, bullshit. Never. Blacks on the right, it's like we're trying to get past slavery. You know, we're not going to heal as a people until we fucking forget about that shit. It's good to know our history, but why look at the white man today as the cause of your problems or the cause of your ancestors' problems? simple question a lot of people won't give a simple answer because they've been force-fed this bullshit and these people new york times and all that they're all guilty mainstream media is guilty you've been lied to yeah sarah jiang i don't i'm like an elephant guys eat a lot of protein and have a long memory i don't forget that but most mainstream media publications hate me most of them are disgusting so I don't have any kind of respect for them, but there's tons of normies. I mean, even boomer normies, boomer normies, neocons, zoomer, zoomettes. Like, oh, the New York Times are so prestigious. No, they're not. Harvard's so prestigious. No, it's not. Yale's so prestigious. No, it's not. I don't give prestige to people that hate me. I give them scorn. So I already don't like this article from the New York Times. Now we got Caitlin Moran, who is a feminist writer. Great. From the UK. Oh, yeah. Excellent. That's like a million strikes right there. Absolutely. Feminist writer from the UK. I think she's in her 40s. She's married, though, and she has kids. But she's getting so upset because men date younger women. Oh. What, what, what could be the cause of that? It's almost like there's some kind of force that feminists don't know about, that social activists don't know about. It's almost like there's something that's so important in all living things, so much so that there's groups of people that study it, experiment with it, research it, write books about it. It's almost like there's a giant industry providing medications and solutions to the problems people have based on, that's right, the field of biology. Biology. <laughs> it's almost like biology exists, but not in the mind of a feminist. Of course not. It's too complicated for them to understand that. They're too busy getting upset about men spreading the legs too wide. To th- and right there, like I said, bitches battle biology. I've said it before. Now another content creator, let alone the green skin, verifies it. 
think about things like biology, things like cellular biology, histology, immunology, endocrinology, chemical signaling. I mean, I'm going to tell y'all like this, man. This nigga's pretty based. You know what I'm saying? This nigga's pretty based. Any white man that is going to stand up and say, I don't care that you consider me a racist. I know that I'm not racist. You can consider me a misogynist. I know I'm not misogynistic. Those are the people I side for. These pandering whites are despicable. They're disgusting. The fuck are you? And see, this is why I know there's an agenda. Because like, I don't think whites are that stupid. I really don't. I give white people a lot of credit. Even white people I dislike. I give them a lot of credit. Because what other way... Like, what other way can you victimize a group of people without being considered a racist yourself? For you to consider that the average black man is a broke man or a criminal or a drug dealer, etc., that's racist to me. But if you ask other blacks, they don't consider that racist. They'll say that he's one of us. He's on our side. No, he ain't. Like I said before, black lives matter until you're a black conservative. You know, that's that's when niggas don't give a fuck about you. That's when I learned I learned that the hard way. Oh, it's all BLM until you're a conservative. Until you're a black conservative, black Republican, you're just a coon, you're a sellout, and you need to be killed off like the rest. That's what a lot of these so-called red, black, and green revolutionary blacks talk about. I'm the true revolutionary. These blacks, they're playing, they're playing makeup. Can't say that I I hate myself. I love being black. I love having a fro. I love having an afro. I love it because it gives off the wrong impression to other people. They 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 would look at my appearance and think, you know, I'm probably like one of those people that's you know fighting for the cause and shit and you know black power this and black power that. And I'm not. No. Nope. I love my heritage. I I love I love. Um, my family's upbringing. I love knowing my history of my family because a lot of blacks were lost. So we'll take the label of African-American. We'll take the label of people of color. We'll take any label that these people give to us. It's all good. Like it's all blacks or African-Americans until whites or European-Americans. I guarantee you, like I've said before, even blacks on the left, Start calling whites European Americans and see how see how that gets you. See see where that gets you in life. Cause look, they're gonna look at you like, well, how dare you? I'm an American. I'm white. And then you can say the same thing. I'm an American, but I'm black. Call me an American, I call you an American. Black America, white America. Because if you call me an African American, you're a European American. You're a Khazar. You you are uh you were one of the the cavemen. I don't fucking give a shit. That's not racist. Cave dwellers, Caucasian. I'm not racist. That's 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 what that shit comes from, man. That's why these that's why these niggas love the cold and shit. They love winter time. I'm glad the Lord was looking over me because it didn't snow at all. It's already spring, so it's over. Thank God for that. Fuck the winter. Can't stand the cold, man.
ecology, sexual evolution, evolutionary biology, selection theory biology, genetics, molecular genetics, molecular biology, epigenetics, virology, it goes on and on and on, but they, they can't even grasp the basics. So let's get into this article. Men get therapy, not a younger girlfriend. Well, why can't I get both? Why can't I get therapy through this cush? And a younger girlfriend. She says, a big age gap is not sexy, Leo. You won't understand her jokes. Do you think Leonardo DiCaprio is dating his girlfriend to listen to her jokes? He's dating his girlfriend to have a enjoyable, emotional, and sexual experience. It's the same thing. It's like you should date someone on your same intellectual level. Bull job. I'm not trying to do that. Let's begin this article. I like it when celebrities offer up advice to their younger fans, like freelance wise aunties and uncles. This is especially useful for those who might not have been gifted wise uncles and aunties at birth. If you listen to advice from celebrities, you are listening to advice from Hollywood. Hollywood has pushed Hollywood sexuality. What is Hollywood sexuality? It's the sexuality coming from Hollywood. What's the sexuality come from Hollywood? Fat, obese, disgusting, drug addicted, degenerate. <laughs> A lot of times banker boys, banker whites, boys. whatever, directors, producers. Banker boys having relations with actors and actresses under the age of 18. Hey, yo, listen. <laughs> I, I was in the house. I had, to get, I had to get another cup of coffee. Um, banker boys. Look, um, we should already know in this country, um, there's no conspiracy theory. There's no theories anymore. I just want people to understand that. There's no conspiracies. There are people who run the fucking planet, my nigga. Like, they, they don't run just one. They all get together. It's like, um, it's like the, the round tables. What's that? Was that Dr. Strangelove? I think that's, I think that's the movie, Dr. Strangelove. They just had the round table. All these niggas is around. Like, they got like a nuclear weapon you know, ready to scorch the earth at any time. That's why niggas is trying to live it. Like these, these rich motherfuckers got like underground mansions, like real shit. They got underground mansions and shit. Like, you know, whole cities underground. It's like you play, it's like you play fallout new Vegas. You go into like the sewer and they got like, like colonies of people there, like just surviving, but it's millionaire shit, billionaire shit, trillionaire shit. They got fountains and shit. Under on like underground, they got entire structures. The um, what airport was that? They, there's an airport that got, you know, 
some weird illustrations of, in my opinion, what's to come, which I hate to say, we're kind of on the brink of World War Three. kind of. I'm not going to go fully into that probably until tonight. But um, these niggas got underground um, bunkers and shit. Like, these niggas, look, come on, man. Come on, cut it out. When, it see, the, see, like, World War Two and, like, Operation Paperclip and shit like that, where they were bringing in, like, Nazi scientists and, like, you know, German scientists. And I think that the motherfucker that was involved with NASA and shit was, was a former Nazi scientist. Some crazy shit, right? I don't know this shit 100%. I just know a little bit. These people are connected. And yeah, I'm not anti-Semitic. My my opinions on Jews are different than another person. I'm not hateful towards these people. In fact, I mean, besides their mysterious upcoming, their up and comings when it comes to success, fame, and control, they tend to suffer a good they they suffer it a good amount due to other whites, self-hating whites, the Nazis, who believed that they were superior and Aryans. Um, this was a religion. See, a lot of people don't realize that that Aryan shit, that's a religion to these niggas. So these these white niggas, they look at themselves as gods. It's like they're not, they don't believe in that, you know. They took over Catholic churches and shit, but they're not, they're not of God. These are demonic people. You know, they're putting they're 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 putting niggas in ovens and all that shit. You you can't be a child of God doing that at all. You know, these people were it's inexcusable. But there is a mystery to how all these people, not all, not all, not all, but a good portion of them, you can see them in media. These people, they own shit. They own a lot. They own the hip hop culture. These are the people who've essentially taken over black culture and made sagging your jeans, wearing a lot of jewelry, doing a lot of shit from the influence of music popular in our culture today. This isn't about being anti-Semitic. This is just about being 100% based. These niggas are involved in banks. They're involved in television. They're involved in fashion. Look, no disrespect. And why why would they why would they get offended? It's almost like it's like it's not even like me dissing them, right? It's like y'all niggas got everything. Y'all got it. Why take it as a diss? It's like telling an Asian person, man, you, you must be smart. Why? Because I'm Asian? Yeah, nigga, because you're Asian. A lot of Asians are smart. Is that fucking offensive? If so, go fuck yourself. If so, I, I'm sorry, you're a dummy. I take back what I said. If Asians get mad, like this this is what I don't get about certain stereotypes. Real quick, before I get back into the video. Plus, it's morning time. I'll fuck around and do two hours. But what pisses me off about stereotypes is this, right? The blacks, we're supposed to be athletic, basketball, football, things like that. Whites are, by design in this country, how how a lot of blacks see whites, whites are supposed to be just naturally better off financially, um, you know, financially, employment-wise, things of that nature, right? Um. The Jews are in the same category, but higher, right? They're supposed to be superior. They're supposed to be incorporated to a bank. I know it's fucked up. That's why the term banker boys is funny to me. 
I like the term, I call them the Monopoly Boys or the Monopoly Mafia. The Monopoly Mafia, they they get together and they use the blacks as pawns. They use a lot of whites as pawns too, but it's more important to specify the blacks. Right? And the reason why I do it like this is because I want people to realize that Kanye West isn't as crazy as people may think he is, right? He's not as crazy as people may think he is. Now, whatever political shit he's trying to get involved with, I don't support it. I'm sorry. That's where the buck stops. I'm not supporting your politics. Are you fucking kidding? No, I'm not, I, I can't do it. But that's how I feel about most celebrities. Trump, I will look at Trump as the exception because I really wasn't a fan of him as a celebrity. Didn't really give a fuck about him personally. Until he got involved in politics. Then I realized the people that I dislike, right? Like the people I really dislike. I don't hate. I just, I dislike them. The people I dislike really hated this person. So I really had to sit back and ask myself, am I willing to agree with people I don't like over just what they say and what mainstream media says? Or can I go about this in a more critical thinking manner and actually study the man? And that's what I did. I told I told this story thousands of times, right, where I had a friend who was a heavy Trump supporter, white boy, heavy Trump supporter. But I never, I, like, even at that time, I just, it was, this was like 2017, 2018. At that time, I used to just troll, I used to troll people just to piss off, um, like, you know, Hillary supporters and shit like that. I used to troll people and just say, you know, Trump 2020, or not Trump 2020, uh, Trump 2016. Just to piss off the liberals and a lot of the feminazis. Then I started to say to myself, well, wait, I don't like feminists. You know what I'm saying? And then at that point, I don't get I didn't give a shit about Obama. I didn't care about the Democratic Party. Uh Bernie Sanders, communism. Um, if you study if you study somebody like um a Barack Obama, he was more he was more beforehand considered like a socialist in a lot of ways or like in a lot of ways, a community activist, which if you think about that, that could be code word communist. <laughs> I'm putting y'all on game. That's code word communist. I used to consider, I used to aspire to be um, an activist because I believed that it sounds good. Like it sounds nice, right? Sounds powerful. I'm an activist. And as I got older, I saw all these weak-minded people call themselves activists, but they weren't really about any action. They just sat back, boo-hoo, cried, and complained like bitches. And I always wondered, if I were to go that way, would that be my outcome? Or would I have been the exception for the left, right? I would. I, I think about myself in this sort of parallel universe to where I'm actually believing Barack Obama's the black messiah. I'm believing that um, 
you know, Trump is racist, Trump is bad, and Biden is good, although he's a former separatist, although he considered the black schools to be jungles, and all of these other factual things that I'm saying, I I try to envision myself as a person with that mindset, the victimhood mindset, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't. And I think that's the that's the craziest part about waking up and realizing what is going on around you. Especially as a free thinking black man, right? The whites, like I mentioned before, with the whites, they have more political freedoms to essentially do and be whatever the fuck they want to be. Politically speaking, absolutely. I've seen people, I've seen people go from my close friend. He went from the left to the right. But I think with him and like some other people, it's different where he was in a different state, a different area that was already a red state. So he was pretty much in love with the, uh, the carry you know, the gun license. He's one of those guys. He became one of those niggas. Right? So he went from pretty much the left. Well, not even, and I wouldn't even say liberal. It's difficult to explain it because, like, from what I remember, he was never really political unless a conversation uh, pops up. I remember he came down, he came down, from Indiana 2020. And this is when I had stopped smoking. I had stopped smoking weed for like five or six months because I was trying to get a job and I was trying to get clean. And the whole weed situation wasn't as um, lenient as it is today. And um, he came down. And at this time, I'm like, I fucked with, I fucked with Trump heavy at this time, 2020, when all the BS was going down and shit. Because unlike other people, I didn't I didn't pay attention to media much. I just paid attention to the man and his actions and what he said and what he actually did in return. And um the way the way he doesn't give a fuck as a president, revolutionary. He legit did not give a fuck. You got a president that's willing to call out these bullshit reporters in mainstream media for all the lies they've been putting out, whether it's going back to the bushes with weapons of mass destruction. See, I can break this shit. I can break this shit all the way down if I want to. And this is why I'm saying with me, it's better for me to go in this direction. It's more of a fresh start for me rather than talking about these meaningless bitches because they really don't mean shit. And I feel even though it is entertaining to talk about, the more that I bring it up, the more that I give these negative women the attention that they crave. So I'm looking at things a whole lot different. But let's get back into the red pill real quick. They're groomers. So you're going to take your advice, your life advice, from a group of people who are groomer at worst and at best groomer adjacent Yikes. No, no, you don't take advice from demons. You don't take advice from degenerates. 
you don't feel Oh, shit. Yeah, this is the type of shit I listen to. See, content creators, just to put y'all on some game real quick. There was content creators that I listened to in the beginning that I didn't fully understand, and this guy is one of them, right? Undead Chronic, I remember seeing Undead Chronic videos when he was going after uh, Solo TV 84. Yo, he completely, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this white boy, man? He's ro- he roasted um, Solo TV 84. Then he ended up having like a fucking emotional, nervous breakdown on live stream. Like this shit is embarrassing with some of these guys. And look, these are guys you can tell you got whatever you got from what you made, right? You got because you're not a t- 10, 20% guy, right? You're not a 10 to 20% guy. You may have some shekels, some research, uh, some resources. You may get your hustle on. And I and I can appreciate that. But that's your claim to fame. If you did not have those shekels, you would not have what you have. But with Undead Chronic, you know, at first, I'm like, yo, this nigga's off the hook. Like, in a negative way. I'm like, yo, this nigga's, like, this nigga's a problem. But then after a couple of years, I saw a lot of the BS... A lot of these like red pillars got got pointed out for doing a lot of fraudulent shit. And these guys aren't sticking to the script that they've created for men to follow. And that and that became a real problem to me. But I was already on my own path to begin with. I like to observe. I like to hear other people's ways of thinking. The way that I came to the conclusion of being a conservative was I did a lot of research and a lot of critical thinking when it came to the left, Democrats. And my fascination of why my grandmother and why my mother was so gung-ho when it came to the Democratic Party, and then finding out that they were lied to, coming to that conclusion of, oh, you know, the blacks, when it comes to the Republicans, you got to think, like, the blacks who are Republican, they're probably the most based within the black communities because you're not going to you're not going to see them you're not going to really hear from them they've already came to the conclusion that these type of conversations aren't ready to be had with people in the public because they act on emotion and not logic the worst thing you can mix together is emotion and politics when you have emotion in politics you have president joe biden and vice president kamala harris you have destruction you have an unorganized, you have an unprepared, and you just have an unaware couple of people running the country to the ground. That's what you have. And, you know, Kamala, they used the token trick with her. That's how they got her. They used her. Because I'll tell you something straight up. If there weren't anything close to black going in to the presidency, he wouldn't have chose a black woman. Or he would have probably handpicked a black woman because he's going off of the politics that he knows. That's that Dixiecratic uh, slave master mentality. They're going to get a black woman. They're going to get a black woman, but that black woman is still under him. Kamala Harris is not black. If Kamala Harris is black, I am Chinese. You understand me? 
Kamala Harris is black. My ancestry is Chinese. Okay. This is another trick with with um, identity politics. I can talk about identity politics for hours. But anyway, Undead Chronic, I listen to him more and more because, number one, he roasts anybody, everybody. He's smart enough to protect and, and, and not show his identity. Therefore, he can talk the most reckless shit possible. It's just now he's trying to, you know, stay monetized, which I respect. So, you know, automatically, like I said, a lot of these people who are on these platforms like YouTube, they got to go along with the program. A nigga like me, I'm not doing that. Fuck these people, man. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Tired of these sensitive ass people, man. And you think about some of the things that I say may be a little out of pocket, but does it really insinuate violence? Does it really, does it, if I constantly tell you guys that it's not about hating women, how many times will women have to hear that to where they get the message? And if the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. But some of you bitches fit the glove. So fuck it. You fit the description. Y'all sit back, talk shit about niggas all day if you all want to. And then you're going to have more niggas as base, more men in general. But I think niggas, I think it's our time for the blacks, free thinking blacks. There should just be secret societies of free thinking blacks that don't go along with the bullshit. And every now and then we, we'll sprinkle some we'll, we'll sprinkle some jewels out there. Peasants, mental, mentally slaved, psychologically slaved peasants to pick up and, and, and comprehend and make it work for them. But other than that, this isn't this message isn't for everybody. This podcast isn't for everybody. And that's one of the things that I came into and, and stuck to that to where I wasn't going to conform to what people wanted me to conform to. Even stepping outside of the typical red pill discussions. <clears throat> excuse me stepping outside these uh red pill discussions and getting more political it's probably not going to be the most popular move for me but i don't give a fuck about that but as i stated you have other guys who genuinely have something to offer i think undead chronic um hammerhand uh a good portion not every i mean there's some people on the war band that's kind of like mid to be honest but I think Undead Chronic and uh, Hammerhand and a couple of other content creators, but them two right now, they're definitely my uh, top favorite content creators. All right? Definitely. Take advice. It's like you guys ever go to the gym with a protein shake or you make a protein shake in the blender bottle and you forget about it for like a week. You know why it smells so disgusting? Because it is such a rich environment for bacteria to grow. There's a ton of calories in a protein shake. A ton of protein, obviously. Unless you're making vegan protein shakes. And so the bacteria have so much room and time. There's tons of bacteria in there. And your body has evolved to smell rotting meat or rotting anything and think it's disgusting. Because you don't want to eat that. You'll get really sick. Same thing with Hollywood. There is a ton of easy money, government subsidies, 
beautiful people in a small blender bottle and the bacteria a la the producers a la the leftists a la the people like Vosh get to consume and destroy wealth, finances, and young people children so it's disgusting Hollywood is the equivalent of a protein shake that's been left out in the sun for two weeks if you consume it there's no hope for you she continues, I have an aunt who once encouraged me to put the school hamster on a plastic plate so it could go sailing in our paddling pool. Go on, he'll love it. And the hamster subsequently drowned. So, you didn't save your hamster? I'm not going to tell James Von Maxwell about this. That's actually a very offensive story. I'm offended for him. She says, so I see the value in having aunt and uncle options aside from merely the ones that nature handed you. Yeah, well, your aunt told you to do that. An uncle didn't. This is why I'm currently enjoying comedian Catherine Ryan's social media advice sessions. Uh, uh, female comedian, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my god. Oh. A 45, I don't know, late 40s feminist is shilling a female comedian's social media advice sessions. This is disgusting. <laughs> She's giving advice sessions for her younger female fans about dating much older men. A 39-year-old mother of three, Ryan has previously taken to Twitter to wince over Leonardo DiCaprio's infamous inability to date any woman past her 25th birthday. Yikes. Bye-bye. You know, he's able to do it. Uh, Bye-bye. You think 40-year-old broads want to date Leonardo DiCaprio? Of course they do. He just refuses to do it. And in recent weeks, she's done a massively disapproving auntie face over the only way is Essex star, James Argent, 35, dating an 18-year-old. What's wrong with it? And that's that's my problem with a lot of women as well. Like, see, Leonardo DiCaprio, wherever he's aligned with, whoever he's aligned with, doesn't matter to me. The nigga's rich. Nigga's successful. Um, the nigga's a pretty good actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, the nigga's entertaining. I like to make whites uncomfortable. And the best way to make whites uncomfortable is if you use the word nigga so much that they become a nigga. They some some of them they they see it as like a term of endearment so they learn they kind of learn about the word but they also don't use it but then you got other people who use it the opposite way when you're not present and they're offended that you call them a nigger because they're not a nigger they'll say it like that I'm not a nigger so whoa whoa you know what I'm saying but anyway Leonardo DiCaprio that nigga's that nigga's successful he has the means he has the income um, he has the looks probably has a good amount of charisma as well to match with that being a successful actor that he is to do that. But women will still consider him to be a predator. And how is dating a woman who's 25 a predator? Even a guy who's 50, if a guy who's 50, if he's able to date a woman who's 25, he's going to be looked at as a successful one. And for the woman viewing it, viewing it or viewing the woman's perspective She's going to be looked at as obviously a woman 
who is lucky enough to get an older, successful man. See, that's kind of how it goes. Women who are 40 and get a guy who's 20, the guy who's 20 is going to be seen by some guys as cool. Like, oh, you're fucking like, you know, a cougar, a milf, shit like that, whatever. But most guys, they're going to look at the guy as weak-minded. Because psychologically speaking, it would be like the woman is going to try to run the man's life because that woman is older and that woman will try to use some experience and the guy is going to be looked at as weak, pathetic, and desperate. Beta! There's a white man. White liberal. Beta! Beta! If they can vote, they can take a schlong. Yikes. If they can accuse you of rape, actually, I take that back. Yikes. Actually, I take that. <laughs> I take that. I take that back because there's children out there from Hollywood getting raped, and that doesn't mean they should be having sexual relations. I mean, to be honest with you, there's women in society. Fuck Hollywood. Get tired of these people. Fuck Hollywood. Who gives a shit about Hollywood? There's there are damaged women today, and and. I'll give a little sympathy. There are damaged women today that have been damaged as minors, that have been damaged as children by whoever was supposed to be guarding them and whoever was supposed to be the guardian were fucking violating these women when they were younger. And a lot of these women have a lot of sexual perversions today based on that. Okay? That is a thing. That is happening. Fuck Hollywood. Fuck these celebrities. Okay? Fuck them. Legit. I steer away from idolatry as much as possible. Okay? And that's how I look at it. Fuck Hollywood. She says, I have somehow become the poster woman for rallying against grown, powerful, famous men dating teenagers. I didn't choose that life. life that life chose me, she told the Daily right. Mail. I've right. never heard of you. Right. i never heard of you. you know? It's another bitch that thinks she's somebody special. I'm done. I'm, I'm not going through that anymore. Shout out to Undead Crowded. Yo, check his shit out. Nigga got like, I think he's on 14. I want to say Undead Chronic 14. And I think he still has Undead Chronic 10. I could be wrong. But just look up Undead Chronic. Support the nigga on YouTube. He's one of the only people that I would outright listen to for three plus hours from YouTube. Very little people that I listen to for longer than an hour. But like today, because today is supposed to be busy at work. So I, I have to get, you know at least a live stream that is over three hours that will save me enough time to get what I need to get done at work and not deal with these people head on, do my eight and hit the gate. But, um, I mean, you're going to expect, you're going to, you're going to really, you're going to almost expect women today to have that attitude. And this is, and this is just like double standard shit, right? Cause they're going to have that attitude of the older guy dating the young woman as a predator, as a pervert, as all of these other things, right? But then you'll have a lot of these women who brags about 
being 16, having a boyfriend who's 21, um, being 13, being 12, having a boyfriend who's 18. It didn't like it's and see here it's like that. It's like that gray matter, right? Where it's like, okay, she still has a developing brain. You can incorporate that. Um, a lot of these men are scumbags and desperate creeps, lonely, pathetic beings. If you're over the age 18 and you're trying to get with a woman under 18, you are scum. There, there's no other, like, there's no excuses for it. Zero. Now, there's situations where, you know, women will tell them, that they're 18 and she ends up being 16, 15, even younger. That happens. But to out to outwardly know that a woman, or not even a woman, that a girl is a minor and you go along with things, yeah, you're, you're a piece of shit. But see, those women advertise it in their position, right? Where it's like they don't see those men as creeps and weirdos. Right. And they in that position and at that point in their life with nine times out of 10 do the same thing. You look at the perversion of of women. You see the predatory nature of a lot of women. You see a lot of these teachers now get caught up fondling, um, pretty much sexually taking advantage of young men in these elementary schools, middle schools and even high schools. And you ask yourself a couple of questions as a man, a free thinking man, um, an introspective man. You say to yourself, well, where's the coverage and where is all of the harsh criticism to these women, to these female predators who do the same thing? Because when a man does it, oh, that man, he's he's going to get pointed out. The reporters and all them, they're going to they're going to point him out as, you know, a weirdo, this and that, a creep, however they can do it. But when it's a woman, they're very silent. They almost don't want to talk about it. They breeze right through it because with today, with how a good portion of women view men, we're supposed to be the rapists. We're supposed to be the predators. We're supposed to be the bad guys. But then on the flip side, woman's entertainment is based on wickedness. You bitches are listening to music about bitches scamming niggas. And y'all live, y'all, y'all live within their lyrics as if it means something. Bitches are out here parading, uh, you know, single, being single, being independent because these artists tell you and they're all married with children. Y'all got to wake up. What the? (laughs) Y'all got to wake up. Or it's going to be too late. I already think it's too late. On the poster, you're not in anything. The first time I heard about you was another 40-year-old, wrinkled, post-wall feminist writer Yikes. Cook writing her. about you Cook her. to platform your stupid ideas. Cook this bitch. Cook her. Told Daniel, I don't think it's controversial to say that that's gross or weird. Gross. Well, of course it's not controversial because we live in a feminist hellscape. Wow. The, the society, the culture is run by feminist demons. Of course, they're going to, you know, think it's gross and weird. She says, I look at my audience and I have a lot of teenage girls. No, you don't. You don't have a big audience. I've never heard of you. You do not have a big audience. 
So I'm happy if even one of them hears what I'm saying and goes, ew, maybe that man is interested in me because he wants to boss me around or because women his age don't talk to him. Maybe I'll give him that a miss. Okay, that's one of the biggest copes. If you're 40 and you're able to date 20-year-olds, it's, it is much harder for a 40-year-old man to date a 20-year-old woman than it is for that same 40-year-old man to date a 40-year-old woman. Women peak in their 20s. Me, I prefer them when they're 18, 19. Burnt, bugging. But they peak bugging. in their 20s. Sure, we'll just say that. Bugging. Spurgeon. That's a decade they peak. You know, that's a decade they have the most years of being attracted to the most men. Jesus Christ. I think the study said 22. Most men prefer a woman who's 22 across all ages. So those are the women that you have to compete for. All the men want those same women. How many men are out there trying to date grandmas? Yikes. Oh, besides Chud Logic. You know, Yikes. besides destiny, besides all these. <laughs> bread tuber betas that call me an incel, I guess. As a white man, white liberal. I do do girl trips. I, I love my girlfriends. And um, I think you do everything on the trip. And whatever you do, you're supposed to keep it on the trip. Now you don't come back. <laughs> Thought. Another 304 slut. Another 304 slut. Treacherous. Please act right. We're on please act right right now. Let's get through this. So that's the don't. The don't is whatever y'all do, don't, don't bring it back. Don't, I mean, bring don't tell. Right. You know, if you got a girlfriend that's going and she's married and she's flirting with other guys, let her do her thing. It's not your business. Don't you go running and telling everybody, oh my God, girl. She- <laughs> Another 304 slut. She belongs to the streets. Another 304 slut. Talking to everybody and she knows she's married. No, the girls' trip, she's supposed to have an amazing, fun time. Do you know how men say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and men stop talking after that? Does she realize she just spilled all the beans on what women, including married women, do when they go on these amazing fun trips? Does she know that the camera's on and people from all over the world, including married men, are watching this? See, when a westernized woman does it, it's considered a fun and amazing time. But if a man... And what do I talk about? And what do I talk about when it comes to cheating, right? Cheating in terms of a woman cheating. Because we know as men in a gynocentric society that we're in, okay? Um, I had to say it like that. Uh, <laughs> In this gynocentric society that we're in, if a man cheats, a man's a villain, the man's the bad guy, the man is toxic, the man is this, the man's that. But even if a woman does cheat, the man is still the problem. The man is the reason that the woman cheats. So like her out-of-pocket actions and her logic really just proves how she's not fit for a relationship to be to begin with to just have that attitude and to have the mentality of well i cheated because the guy wasn't there for me as much or the guy wasn't providing enough so i found something elsewhere the women who are with them they're not gonna put her they're not gonna check her for that 
they gonna go along with it. They go to these, they go to these, uh, you know, they go out there, they go out there and, uh, do the passport shit too. See a lot of, see bitches do that shit as well, but only a small percentage. And the ones that can get other men to do it for her, she reaches a certain level of attraction to where she gets those things handed to her. That's like pretty privilege one-on-one. The women who are less attractive are the women who have to work hard and actually have to grind to get that money together and buy that ticket to Dubai. She's she's the most miserable. Because even the women who are out here, they're going to Dubai getting shitted on. They're doing all this type of horrible shit, right? Um, those women still essentially get a lifestyle handed to them for the attraction that they have. They can be terrible people, but they look good. And what ends up happening is this creates the men that we have today, which I would put myself into it, where it's like, okay, this woman's attractive, but the only thing I would have for her is dick. No commitment. You can tell from, you can tell just the look in their eyes that they've they've been through some shit. And it's not something that's, worthy of being with long term just for a piece of pussy it's just not really worth it does it he's considered a cheater i have represented tons of men tons of women over 20 years and i have seen the destruction that takes place men break down in tears while their kids get taken away the equity in their home gets stolen their retirement their pension gets stolen by these judges they have so much to lose women don't have these things to lose yeah, and we I, do. how do you can you say that a woman doesn't have equity in a house to look like to i lose? can say that because i've been practicing for 20 years but i know but women also can make money. Like there could be marriages where the woman makes more money. Listen, there and, are the LeBron James of women, right? But I'm not talking about these special cases. I'm yeah. talking about in general. If you want to sit here and tell me that women in general lose their kids, you're crazy. No, but of course they don't. It's like well, some women do if they're like alcohol no, abuse. No. Y'all remember that episode, right? We went through that one bitch. She out. She she was in a fucking hotel with 11 kids. In the goddamn hotel. 11 kids. No food. No clothing for them. Government should have been took those kids away. Gave them a better life. See, me, I'm realistic. I saw a video today of um, a white lady. Some white lady. And... They had, I forgot what show that's called, where they do these little experiments and shit. They had this white chick, this white, this is old, like not old, but she can, she, she posts wall. You know what I mean? Her time's already running out. They had one of these bitches and apparently she had two black, well, she had a black son, black adopted son and had her real son. And she was saying how, you know, you're not going to get the same treatment as my real son and saying all this out of pocket shit. And everybody else is listening in the background and like white lady gets up. And, you know, she goes over there and you can tell she gives a shit because she's already like um, she's already pretty much holding the fucking black baby and shit. Like it's one of her own. And you can tell with certain people, they generally give a shit. Right. But the problem is, um, with me, I'm able, I'm too based. I can separate that. 
that whole let's all get together regardless of what I'm not with that shit. I believe in political separation, but that's not racial separation. I I can debate with somebody. I've debated with people without without having to, you know, act up and use absurdities. But but most of the time, those type of conversations can't even be had anymore because my way of thinking is just build. It's built for censorship. This is the type of shit that will get censored eventually. That's why I'm trying to do the best or the most that I can possibly do with what I'm doing now. Because once this shit hits, you know, past 5,000, once it gets past 5,000, there's probably going to be more sensitive people, more people who take offense, you know, people who don't like, I don't have control over your personal life. Why get offended? That's why I don't get offended when um, I really don't even get offended when whites try to put blacks in the victimhood role, because I realize a lot of blacks are just comfortable with that. So I don't speak out. That's just how they feel about it. You ask me personally, you're going to get a different response. It's probably not going to be a response that you like or you accept, but it is a genuine response. You know what I'm saying? But let's get back to these fucking heathens. In general. I think what you're saying, there's exceptions and there are rules. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't know if Madison was intentionally being disagreeable, respect. Um, yes, Miss Madison was being intentionally disagreeable. She know damn well that men are the ones who lose their homes and their children in a divorce. Yet she still wants to try to make the playing field even. Gentlemen, any woman that would argue with you about something that is statistically showing that it's almost always the man that loses everything in a divorce, red flag. Huge red flag. But if you want to have fun with her, ask her to name five women she personally knows, not famous women, that lost their house and the kids in the divorce, and watch how quiet she gets. Have you heard of diet resistance? If you struggle to learn wow, this, this, this son of a why. bitch. This son of a bitch, man. I may have to knock this dude down to B tier, man. These fucking ads out of nowhere. I don't like that. Now, I remember his shit being 30 seconds, so let's try to Let's try to move this towards three minutes. Weight loss goals quicker than anything I've ever seen. It reduces <laughs> fat storage by supporting a boosted metabolism and elevating ketone levels. Oh. Thousands across the nation use okay. it for their own weight loss goals. Give it hey, a guys, for, for niggas that grew up in Jersey, right? You've heard of, um, what's the jazz shit? Smooth Jazz, WJJZ. You know what I'm saying? They had the quiet storm and shit at night. I'm just a fan of music, so I like jazz and shit, too. I'm just a fan of music, honestly. But growing up, <clears throat> this nigga just reminds me of, like, one of the disc jockeys at the time. Just with that smooth, like, almost, like, melatone, monotone type of voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga's a mess. What the? Weight loss advertisements. I'm a hater, so I'm only hating. Shit, I'm trying to get some ad money myself. I want to take over. I want to take advantage of these corporations. 
Your health is your wealth after all. Taste, inspect, and judge it risk-free for yourself. If it doesn't live up to your expectations, you get a full 60 days to get a complete refund, no questions asked. No Plus, questions asked. you get 51% off, along 51% with several free bonuses, included at no extra cost. Included. Just go to the link below or visit ketoactright.com. And trust me, you'll thank me later. I'm going to tell you exactly why, despite the fact that you might want to be with a rich man, you're actually not cut out for it. I went to lunch the other day with one of my friends who's getting married to a very wealthy guy and she was talking about how unhappy she is in her relationship and the primary reason is because this man works all the time and her love language is quality time. Mind you, sis is sitting there down. Hey guys, I didn't listen to this beforehand. You peeped the scenario that I painted earlier, right? You know, a wild woman would cheat. Oh, well, he works too many hours. He's not around as much. She's already painting the picture that I've already illustrated. Okay, this is why talking about this shit becomes boring. It's like I can I can almost predict what these dumb bitches are going to talk about. It's fucking sickening. And Chanel and Louis Vuitton that he bought for her. And I told her, I was like, if this is the lifestyle that you want, the Chanel, the nice house, the maids, the cars, the luxury items, then somebody has to go work for it. And you got to ask yourself, do I want a man who's sitting next to me, giving me quality time, home by 5 p.m., doesn't travel, you know, just like up my ass the entire time? Or if I want a man who's making money, and if he's making money, he just naturally is not going to have time for you like that. Now, no way am I saying find someone who neglects you but there's just natural things that come with this lifestyle that i had to learn myself and i'd be lying to you if i told you it isn't a lonely life i'm so glad a woman finally said it and this clip was for all of the he gotta make six figures or more women out there the more money he makes the less time he's gonna have to spend with you so if you're a quality time type of woman, you may want to stick to the average earning men who have a regular nine to five job. He'll have more time for you. And most of you all already know it. You don't even qualify for the high earning men. Not for the stuff that he's going to want you to do, like cook and clean. What? See that? We're going to stop it there. You see that? Check out Please Act Right on YouTube as well. We're just going to stop it there because I have this set at, uh, I'm not going two hours. I'm going to go hour and 30 minutes, maybe a little over. We still got the political conversation to have later on. Smoking the rest of this joint. But, but see, you see where, you see where women like their, their delusion, you see where it comes from, like the inability to cook and clean the idea that for a woman to cook or clean is considered offensive is absolutely absurd. Therefore it gives these women the right to want anything masculine from a man, but have nothing feminine to offer besides, you know, tits, ass, pussy, etc. Everything else about her is masculine. Everything else about her is hateful, pure misandry. Um, just a complete, um, just just a complete lack of genuine awareness as a human being, let alone a woman, but just as a human being, just the lack of awareness, self awareness. She's not aware that she's she's essentially being conditioned and brainwashed to be one of the sluts and one of the thoughts to uh, go out there and get the hoeing, you know. 
go out there and slut walk it up. Strutting down up and down the street, half naked, talking about you want to uh, you want you want equality and all this other madness horseshit. They don't want that. We know this. They don't want that. They don't want equality. And the more they say it, the more offensive it is because it's like when she becomes or when she's in a position and I've seen it happen time and time again, when she's in a position that is that is traditionally held by men, it's always an emotional uncomfortable experience for her and those around her. And when the going gets tough, she still expects help because she's a woman, but you wanted that equality. You wanted to be in the same conditions. You wanted the same rewards. You want the same awards, but you can't handle the risk. That's kind of what it breaks down to. So where, where women thrive when they when they reach that position, um, if they get high in any sort of um, when they go higher up in any sort of corporate position, any business where she's genuinely making more money and she's like making more than, you know, you know, most average guys, most guys in general, she's not going to have a friendly go getter attitude. She's going to have the competitive bitchy persona that she has at the workplace. You find you'll find these women sprinkled. They're not everywhere. These aren't this isn't all women, but there are like you can probably point out a handful of women. And this is like in your surrounding areas when you go to work, um, you know, when you go to your favorite restaurant, uh, you go to your favorite restaurant, go to your favorite. uh, Wherever the fuck you decide to go, right? You'll see these type of women. And they are women that you can look at and tell that they're high up financially. But as women, they are low. They're not compatible with most men because most men aren't trying to compete with the woman that they're with. Women who reach that, like I said, women who who are lucky enough or in some cases, most cases in the long term, unfortunate enough to be in those circumstances. They don't think about families. They don't think about husbands. They may have had a mother who is, quote unquote, strong and independent, who fed her the same bullshit. And by doing that, she becomes a burden to men. And once again, men don't give a shit about how much money you make because a nigga ain't getting nothing out of that, respectfully. Unless guys are out here slinging dick on the on the low, getting cash app payments. I don't know what the fuck's going on nowadays. Who knows? I'm out. I've been out of the game for over like eight years now. I don't give a shit about none of this. Right? But it's just very interesting to see how other men respond to this type of shit. Right? Where there is obviously um, a division, right? Among, even amongst men. Mostly amongst men. And it's not even a race thing. It's gender-based. There's division amongst men. Because there's still men who I would say are, at at the least, politically, they're left-influenced type of guys, right? In other words, they're not going to go, they're not going to get too touchy with a subject, right? They're not going to talk about real situations, They're actually going to support feminism. They're going to support women doing whatever the fuck they want, even if they're destroying themselves in the process. 
These are the type of guys. And they're scavengers. They're nothing more but scavengers. They just want some pussy. That's a, that's the only conclusion for a white knight, Captain save He's desperate. He's giving up. He's getting whatever's out there. And to go along with the narrative that, you know, guys who, who choose to not deal with women are bad. You'll shame a guy who says not dealing with women. Well, you'll shame a guy who says he doesn't want to deal with women, but you'll also support the gay community. Make it make sense. Right. If a guy decides, hey, I don't really want to deal with women like that. Because of everything going on, everything taking place, the divorce rates, all of the information that's in front of you, that all you have to do is research and find out for yourself. But you choose to deal with this on an emotional level. Uh, you deal with this on an emotional level. You become a woman. If your response to a lot of these things are just emotion and no logic and no genuine response, nothing effective, nothing that could be possibly used to help others, then what's the fucking point? Most people know, a lot of people know that they're being lied to. They're just not logical enough to come up with a conclusion and a way to will, to really question these people, to question authority. Some people comply with authority. I enjoy questioning authority. Right? But the the sad like the the real sad issue is here um going forward like i said 2013 46% of women are going to be single and childless 2030 i said 2013 i think i said 2030 by the year 2030 46% of women are going to be single and childless but They're already sort of bashing men and sort of making fun of the men who are already single and sexless going forward. So there's the men who are single and sexless, meaning either they haven't been in a relationship or have had sex in a year, or they haven't had sex at all, and they've just been single the entire time. There's going to be an explosion of that as well. Best thing that you can do for these men is... um, Although it's fun, some of these guys deserve to get roasted. I'm not even going to lie. I just don't, I don't do it in a way that a female does. Females do it. They're just, they don't understand it. Like, they'll just say that a guy, like a guy who doesn't like them must be an incel. A guy who doesn't like them must be gay. Like, they can say all of that shit, and there could be no consequences for them saying it. And you sit back and you wonder, where does censorship really come from? And what is the influence of censorship? Who does it help? Does it help men? Does it help women? Does it help the left? Does it help the right? What agenda does it help? Um, what political party does it help? What political party do most of these social media uh, platforms endorse? We all know the answer. Like I said, a lot of people, they don't want to speak up about it. Anyway, it's the morning show, morning edition, PM edition, PM political edition. Um, We got Thomas Sowell. We got. I got something from Trump. I think that was like from like a couple weeks ago. I'm just going to play that just to piss people off.
Um, and some a couple of other things, but it's going to be more political. Um, red pill shit out of the way, even though I mentioned a lot of political subjects here. I tend to do that every now and then. I look at those issues and those situations and topics as a little bit more important. I don't know. I mean, I've been prioritizing political conversations for a while, but I think when I first started talking about it, I was apolitical and this was on, this was pretty much in the prime of um, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump debate and, um, you know, election. And my opinion was pretty much still the same when it came to the left, when it came to Hillary and the Clintons in general. But I also was apolitical where I looked at someone like Trump, someone who I didn't know directly as an entertainer. I didn't watch. I've heard of The Apprentice and shit, the guy that just tells niggas you're fired. But then I got lost in the sauce. So I was just pretty much a radical lefty. You know what I'm saying? I voted for Obama because he was black. That's how I got down at that time. I, I can be the first to say that I regret it. But also, uh, Barack Obama was one of those uh, presidents that was important to me, but for all of the negative reasons. He was the one that really got me to look more into politics and learn more about political science and to learn more about these parties and how government works and how some people can get in just off, off of affiliation and even deeper into the conversation of possible bloodlines and these people being related and all this other crazy shit. But at the same time, the political conversations can go one or two ways. Either it's something that people can at least understand the perspective, whether they agree or disagree, or it's going to be just a bunch of random rants about uh, the political parties. Like I've stated earlier, whites have the two party system. Blacks have the left. And you're either, you're either just left in terms of just opposite of right, where you are essentially told and brainwashed to believe that Republicans and conservatives are racist, or you have, you are essentially radical left BLM left Antifa left, destruction, no sort of production, a scam, you know what I mean? A fake move, you know, pretty much it's theater for these people. You got to understand it's theater. The way that they, the way that they play the system and the way that I mentioned this before with Trump, um, supposedly, uh, being arrested or supposed to be arrested or whatever with Trump, it's the perfect opportunity for these people to create some controversy, to create a riot, to create a disturbance in New York City, to create a disturbance worldwide, and to make the right wing or to make the Republican, the MAGA Republicans, looked at as vicious, wild animals. And I don't think it's going to work. And if they're not smart about it, I think this is just going to be more momentum for him winning. Hopefully, if it's anybody else, I'm not voting. I'll tell you that right now. I, I've given up on these people. 
I've given up on these people a long time ago. Look at Trump and look at everybody else. Like this, this nigga was cussing out reporters. Lowest unemployment rate for blacks, lowest unemployment rate for Asians, lowest, uh, lowest unemployment rate for Latinos. What, what the fuck? What the fuck could you like? <sighs> I never thought that a racist person would do so much for the blacks, right? <laughs> I wouldn't thought I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought in a million years a racist man like Donald Trump, such a racist, right? Just an orange, just an orange racist, right, man? Mango skinned racist comes in and offers jobs and opportunities to the blacks. What a fucking racist, man. Not like Lyndon B. Johnson, because, you know, Lyndon B. Johnson, that was a great president, wasn't he? He said he was going to have niggers voting uh, Democratic for the Democratic Party for 200 years. With, with all of the government programs that he had to pretty much mentally enslave the blacks. That's mental enslavement. That deserves reparations. You've been lying. You've been lying to the people. And at the time, I have to excuse the people at that time because I haven't been through those situations and been through that level of segregation and discrimination and racism. So I have to, I have to apologize ahead of time before going far, further in this conversation. But with all that being said, these motherfuckers were still, these women were still enslaving and locking a lot of these blacks up, kicking out a lot of these blacks, getting these blacks out of the household, the black men, getting them incarcerated, having child support, having these motherfuckers suffer in court, have these motherfuckers suffer, not seeing their children grow up because of a predatory, money-hungry bitch that the man should have should have guarded his seed to begin with, but just wicked women, man. They're willing to do all that to get whatever they want, and they've been doing that since the 60s, okay? Lyndon B. Johnson, like I said, he was one of those, you know, typical uh, Dixiecrat. Um, you know, wolf in sheep's clothing type of, type of character that was used to sort of pacify the blacks at that time. And because there wasn't much entertainment, I mean, there wasn't much technology, much information to where where Negroes at that time had to really read to research. We all have videos. We have technology to inform ourselves today. And a lot of us don't take advantage of it. We end up being dumber than the people before us who had, quote unquote, less education. Sad. What the? What a mess. Sick. Disgusting. But it's only up to it's only up to a few of us who are brave enough, who are honest enough, who are based, right? Based on logic alone, no emotion. And when I say no emotion, I mean no hatred, no anger. Try to have less and less hostility as possible. Less stress as possible. And just tell it how it is. Everybody else is trying to get a check. 
Everybody else is trying to get your money. Right? Most most people uh most people have no um true individual thought. Most people have other people's thoughts. Most people have other people's influences. Most people have um another person's mentality and they lose themselves they lose identity they lose their identity and following others um the people who are able to to really speak out whether you're white black you're you're going to be outcast right away when you take the conversation when it comes to race outside of hatred and separation you're going to be looked at especially if you're black you're going to be a coon a uncle tom a sellout okay and you're going to be called this not by whites but you'll get called this by the blacks all right and it's unfortunate it really is but at the same time you got to have tough skin if you're going to have these type of conversations got to have tough skin and me personally to just sit back and just allow a white liberal to tell me how I should feel and who I should align with. It's, it really just goes to show you how dumb these motherfuckers really think we are. You know what I mean? Like how, like, I don't, I, I'm still confused by that. It's one of the things I don't really understand. And yet, even in that, even in that situation, a lot of us, by default, will still remain one-sided. You choose to go along with your family because what your family tells you, and you believe that that's going to work for you. Sometimes God has a different direction for you. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes God may be trying to steer you in a different direction. And it's the things that he puts in front of you, Right? It's just a lot of people aren't, you know, spiritual enough to pick that up. And they'll look and they'll look at, you know, my conversation about God as something religious. And I don't and I don't go along with that. Okay. So I just want to throw that out there. But anyway, it's an hour and forty two minutes, man. I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna probably start recording again in eight hours, but I'm gonna have that episode uploaded tomorrow morning. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition, an AM edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.